Will Trump be impeached? We're talking about that and a lot more on Black Hollywood Lives, The Trend. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. Chuck D for the legendary group Public Enemy P.E. It's DJ Willie Wild, Black History Music. It's the best kids' music. Somebody has to do it. This is MLK that way. Dr. Martin Luther King, let freedom ring. This is black history. I feel like I need to put my, my fist up for this. <laughs> let freedom ring. You can be what you want to be. Sisters and brothers, this is MLK that way. That's what I'm talking about right there. Couldn't wait much longer. Gotta hear that Somebody beat. had to do it. This is black, real facts, black history, music. What? All people included. It's a movement. Let's move it. Ride a bus to get to it. All the fuss deep rooted. When you're up against the ya ya ya, we gon' get through it. Miss Rosa wasn't having it. She was tired that day. She looked at police That's and she I'm said, talking. No way. Listen, we didn't need to play heart. the audio and play no. the video. We got the star we with got us right, right here. here. We DJ Willie Wows with us today, y'all. Woo-hoo. DJ Willie well, I am here and the party is now. Well, Thank you for welcome. having me. Welcome, welcome. I'm Dario Christian, your host. Joining yes. me is Courtney Stewart. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, y'all? And we did not uh, send an email with each other to say we, we were wearing we the same color shirt. Up it just, it just happened. Outfit. Boom. But I'm feeling your outfit, no. brother. Agent was, Orange episode. Just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> and you got the neon sunglasses. Yes, y'all don't sir. know his no, shoe y'all game. See this yeah, y'all can't see the shoe see game, this, though. The shoes and the necklace. Look at all this. Oof, oof. Just they are they, they are dope shoes that can yes. also be used as a weapon. Why are you saying. violent? Red bottoms. I'm just kids. saying. I don't know why you gotta be violent. I just asked why I'm you gotta be saying. violent. That's hey, man, I mean, when you're kicking it, bro, you gotta do it with style. That's Kick what I'm it with saying. Flair, Kick it with you know, I'm feeling it. We're jumping, man. We're jumping. jumping and I was feeling that song. Yes. MLK That Way. Yes, sir. Man. And I love that you came in with the actual rap. We didn't even need nothing. We could just have you freestyle. Why would we just have you do it? Why would we just have you do it? We could save that. For later, I mean, listen, I might, you know, I might pull. Well, you got thirty minutes today, yes. so you know. plug that in the brain. Don't forget, we gonna be like freestyle time. Go. Okay. <laughs> I don't mean right now. I was like, I was waiting for you right now. I was like, really? No. We're so we're gonna be talking about your music and all the stuff you're working on. We're gonna get through a couple topics, but I can't wait to chat with you, man. Thank I may you. have to borrow those sunglasses. I'm looking though. forward yes. to it. I'm looking forward to it. This right. is amazing. It's fun. It'll be fun, and we're gonna start off with a happy story. And we like to start happy. And today we're celebrating some black boy joy because, well, black boy joy, black girl love because we all love Lenny Kravitz. Um, and he showed up this week at Ellen DeGeneres because we had a young boy who is only five years old. This was his second appearance on the Ellen DeGeneres oh, show. Wow. He's a drummer extraordinary. Yeah, he's he's extraordinary. His name is Justin Wilson II. And this was his second time on the show. He was playing a Lenny Kravitz song for the second time, and she was all excited. And he had no idea that Lenny Kravitz was hanging out backstage. Lenny walked out while homie was playing on his drums with his headphones on. They saw him. 
He went nuts. He was like, oh, Lenny, Lenny. So excited. He picked him up. They loved him. It was just a beautiful moment. It's sort of like, uh, you know, the video where the two kids ran and saw each other. The oh, little the, toddlers the, the white and kid, they hugged the black each kid. other. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was that same, like, effervescent joy out of a little black boy. And we were so excited to just see him just so happy. It was so excited. It was all over the social media universe. And we just celebrated. And Lenny was looking delicious as usual. <laughs> and then Ellen passed on some Spider-Man gear to little Julia. And he was thrilled and forgot about Lenny. But it's okay. Okay, because you know he five and Spider Man, you know, means more than Lee Kravitz. Like, what do right. you want? I mean, come so, on. Yeah, but it yeah. was awesome. So we just congratulations to him for getting his to meet his idol and person that he looked up to and his artist. And shout out to Lenny for you know just showing up just to say, hey, bro, we love you. Yeah, I love that he actually showed up. And the fact, I mean, come on, listen, Lenny is one of the best artists of this generation and beyond. Like ever. Uh, and yeah. the fact that a little boy, you know will be able to look up to him and also I'm sure Lennon will probably take him under his wing a little bit. You know, you know I mean? he's five. Right. Yeah. He's five. Yeah. Playing drums. Can you imagine being five and Lenny Kravitz is your TV. mentor? Yeah, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah. I mean, the best part about it for me is the fact that you know, it highlighted a kid playing an instrument. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, yeah. and with that being said, I mean, screen time being such a big exactly. issue with children these yep. days and there are a lot of kids out here that are really good on instruments that don't get the shine that they deserve and by Lenny coming on there and giving this kid the props at such a young age he's a he's a he's a phenomenon so you know Lenny is doing the right thing and he's encouraging these kids to pick up an instrument and be the next prodigy so and hopefully I'm I'll looking forward to seeing what this what young man is going to do end Seriously, yeah. if you're doing this at five, five like what are you doing in five years in I mean is he years? a future you know prince protege you know what I mean like, I, don't, I don't know we need another one so. I'd love to get him on an album hey, hey. that'd be perfect hey that's so great <laughs> that's a good idea that's such a great <laughs> idea <laughs> we'll help figure out who his people are Justin and like you know we'll have to work that out and hopefully a lot of the uh, schools are looking at this too because you know obviously like music programs and gym programs are one have of the number one things that have been cut, cut from, yeah. uh, from, yeah. from schools Absolutely. and the fact that you see someone like this young who is this dope these programs need to stay in the schools. It's you know very what I mean? true. Yeah. Very true. Well, it's, it's, it's trending because I know Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers, mm-hmm. he's doing a lot of stuff in the L.A. area with uh, kids who are in low-income areas who do not have the access to yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the programming and the, and, and, the, and the knowledge to become, you know, great musicians. So yeah. when you have these kind of guys around, they, they, they want to see the future as well. Yeah. So For sure. I feel it. Did you guys play instruments? As I children? did. I still do. But what did, did you play? I played the drums, um, and I had many years of drum lessons. In fact, my mother still reminds me of her being upset that I'm not still currently playing the drums. Oh! But I started guitar lessons, okay. and it's you know it's a hard instrument to to learn and master. But I, I'm trying. I'm working on it. Okay. How about you, clearly? I'm a songwriter. He's You're like, song I'm, writer. I'm James Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. James ain't played nothing. Nothing. James ain't me, That's true. James ain't me, too. All he had to do was move on feet. Move the feet and go. Do <laughs> two times. Move the feet and all. Right. He knew how to do it. Oh, right. yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I ain't mad at that. All right. I didn't know you were a drummer, Daryl. I tried to pick up the things. clarinet once because a pretty girl played clarinet, and I wanted to sit next to her, but it didn't work didn't out. didn't work yeah. out. Yeah. That was... That's the closest I've come to playing a live instrument. I love gotcha. when I see females play drums, though, like Lenny Kravitz. I wanted to play drums so bad. It's just, it's Sheila E. I wanted to play so bad. My mom was like, absolutely not. So, nine years on the flute. 
I mean, flute's cool. <laughs> it wasn't. Don't be salty cool. at the flute. It, I was salty because I wanted to play drums. And I really wanted Lizzo's to play the timpani doing drums. It. I was going to say, right. it's cute now because Lizzo's doing it. Right. But like then it was like, all the girls play flute. Well, you know what? You can start now, Courtney. It's true. I'm doing piano right now, though. We'll see how oh. that goes. That's why I got no nails. Oh. Anyway, moving on. We're going to keep our stories with the kids because the kids are doing miraculous things this week that we're all excited about. Um, another, well, yeah. Another young woman who is doing amazing things is Miss Greta Thunberg, who spoke before the UN uh, Climate Summit this week. And she's 16 years old. She's from Sweden. She's like Nobel Prize in line to like win. And she spoke very poignantly to the UN about the state of our climate and the fact that our leaders are not doing nearly enough to take care of business and make things happen that will obviously make the world a better place for children moving forward. She said, uh, one of her quotes that is continuing circulating, uh, she said, you guys have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words, and yet I'm one of the lucky ones. People are suffering and people are dying. And she continued on, very emotional, so emotional that all the news pundits, including Fox News, a lot of them mocked her for oh, wow. her excessive emotion or excess of emotion. I don't think it was excessive. Um for what she was speaking about, and it sort of started to generate a lot of opinion pieces on whether or not it's irresponsible for us to give birth and continue to have children mm. with the world being in the state that it's in. What do you guys think? Is it irresponsible at this point? We know what's happening. We know that leaders aren't doing very much to change what's happening. Well, Al Gore got heckled when he first yes, he brought did. it up. Um, it's true. I, it's funny. Because when I think about this topic, I think about Jill Buck. She coined the phrase, go green. Yeah. And I mm -hmm. thought go green was going to, uh, I guess, emerge a little bit more than it did. Yeah. It kind of like trended and then, you know, then you really don't hear anything yeah. about going green. And then we, we had products, we, you know, we had environmentally safe products that uh, that hit the shelves in our stores. And, you know, I know I got a friend of mine. He's the vice president of a company that specializes in uh, environmental carpeting. Uh, and so, solar paneling. Yeah. So uh, there, there's an effort out there. I just don't think it's it's not enough noise around it. Um, but you know, being heckled for wanting to keep the planet alive, and I think yeah. that's a little insensitive. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. What do you think about? I mean, it? that doesn't change your opinion about like wanting to have kids, kids. here. Does no, that... not at all. That's a bit. Extreme. I think that's a little extreme. extreme. Yeah, I think that's a bit extreme. So yeah. I mean, listen, I, there are far more different reasons why I wouldn't want to bring kids into this world <laughs> that we won't discuss all of those today on the show. But, I mean, I, you know, I, I think it's an interesting subject, but I think that, you know, we, we obviously need to change some things with the environment, as we, we've seen. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it doesn't stop me from wanting to necessarily bring offspring into the world. Well, there's a lot of, of studies. I mean, there's a lot of studies that are focused around, you know, a lot of kids coming to the world, you know, with autism and so yeah, forth that that some people contribute to environmentally hazardous I, yeah. products. It has to be a part um, of it, yeah. You know, so is I mean there's 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 a lot to be discussed there yeah. scientifically, but I mean is it gonna make someone stop from doing the do? No. <laughs> right, right. 
doing the do. Right, right. Doing the do. And that's how, you know, and that's how we all got here. So. <laughs> right. That's true. That's true. Um, you know, so it's kind of. Yeah. I mean, I would say it's a, it's a consideration. It's not, it's definitely something that I've thought about. Like, Do you recycle? I do recycle, but then when I found out some things about LA County's recycling, yeah, I, was I did like, too. Really? Recently, yeah. we thought we was doing you something. You think real. you we, we separated, really but then sometimes it's not separated when it comes down to where it really is all and where it all ends up out. and yeah. what's really happening yeah. with it. So yeah. it's frustrating. But like, I mean, the thought that the world we're not leaving the world in a better place than we found it for sure at this point because we're actually kind of moving backwards in a lot of ways. And the world is telling us that. And the world is definitely <laughs> telling us that. Like. Thinking about kids, it makes me be like, mm, I don't know. I don't know if I would want to bring that. Not like you said, though. Like sometimes it happens, and that you don't have control of that. But it is something that is a consideration, right? Because the world's crazy. And I thought for a while, like, oh, maybe we're just like too young to like have a point of reference for like crazy ish. Because like obviously, like civil rights movement and before all, the, there was some wild stuff happening. There was wild like, stuff. Even you know during all the assassinations between MLK and Malcolm X, and all, those must have been insane times. Like so, maybe we just don't have that point of reference to feel like that. So I started talking to older people that have been through that, and they're like, oh no, yeah. what's happening now is another level, yeah. and and they don't feel the same sort of uh, hopes of change that they felt in that moment. And that kind of made me like, take I, that was that took me aback quite yeah. a bit. But anyway, that's kind of dark. We're going to move on. Well, I, listen, I don't know my subject's any better. Well, it's but, not kind of dark. I mean, it's, 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 it's a little bit better. Whatever right? happened to we are the world. Right. I know, we, right. are right. we are the children. We are children. the children. Right. We are the ones to make, the the ones to to make, make a, a better, better place. So but, let's you, start. Now, see, yeah. not the videos I in my mean, head, why, can't why can't we just all take that approach? Why do we have to bully kids? And why do we have to... Exactly. Why do we have to... Just make a mockery. They were mocking a sixteen-year-old girl yeah. Get involved. who just wanted to help. Like yeah. she wants to see change. And Hands across America. Grown yeah. people. That's right. Step up. Step okay. it up. Well, right. step it step on, it on up. up. It all begins of, with you. It all begins with you. And speaking of mocking, we're gonna move on to our ER Web Story Spotlight of the Week. <laughs> You like my picture, though? Yeah, I like that. That was good. That was good. Y'all like my picture, though? Y'all, yeah, hopefully, who's, whoever's watching the video, you can check out this check picture. Check out the picture, of, y'all. Of, of, if you're Trump. not watching the video, go to YouTube when you're done. Is that trolls? Yeah, please do. Please yeah, do. Yeah, they had a troll doll. I was excited. I know. I think it's perfect for It made me happy. Subject. Well, this made me happy, yeah. um, even though it's been a subject that's been floating around for a while now. Yeah. But uh, the House Speaker announced that there is a formal, formal impeachment inquiry into Donald Trump. And this all comes from the reports that Trump pressured a foreign leader in efforts to target a political rival. And, uh, you know, they even were saying that a lot of the Republicans in like in a secret vote, there, there are over 30 Republican senators that would vote for Trump to be impeached. Do y'all think that this is really going to happen? Because we've been talking about this for a minute, and there's been plenty of things outside of this to lead up to this that have inquired a potential impeachment for Trump, and we haven't seen it. Would you like to start? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Well, how do you feel about that? How do I feel about that? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I think, uh, I mean, you have to open up the whole picture. Of his presidency, yeah. Um, so you know, I know everyone has a different opinion. You're either a Trump supporter or you're not. You know, it's like not even a American. Like it's like two sides. Yeah. So 
Um, but I say, you know, on a higher level, we're all in this together. You know, does he represent the democracy that this country has always held its hat on? And, you know, sometimes he's made a mockery of our democracy. Absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. Consistently. Consistently. <laughs> Consistent. So, yes. um, you know, I look at it, you know, I'm around children all the time, so how do you explain this to kids? Yeah, you know, yeah. how do you, how do you, how do you talk about the presidency from the ground up? Yeah. You know, because, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, your president represents what's thriving, you know, in your country. So, uh you know what is it? It's like what is he? What is the what is the goal with with Donald Trump as far as representing our democracy on a global level and what he's doing? Right. Is he doing his job? Right, <laughs> right. Is he doing his job? Whether or not you like the guy or not, you know. So, you know. Uh, but do you think the impeachment will really happen? Personally, I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. I mean, it takes a lot to impeach a president. A lot. Yeah. It takes a lot. I mean, it's a lot of paperwork. It's a lot of people that got to be involved, and you know, it's money involved. It's everything's involved. The the state of the country, uh, shoot, the defense, everything. I mean, he's the commander in chief. So to yeah. get him out of office, it takes more than you know a news broadcast and a couple of people that want to be upset about how he's running the country. So I would love, you know, I know you're around a lot of kids. I would love to get their input on what they think of the president. Because when Obama was president, a lot of kids would make comments, you know, mm-hmm. and, and he was so loved. And with all of the information that is overload in media today and that kids are aware of, I would love to, like, get an idea of what they're actually what they saying really about think? Donald I've, Trump. I've heard kids say he's a mean man. How can we, how we let the mean man in? I've heard, mm. and I've had kids that show up. I mean, I'm in Georgia. I have kids that come to the Halloween party dressed up as Donald Trump, you know? Wow. <laughs> so, and you know, they're on the dance floor boogieing and having a great time, and they're proud of their president. Yeah. So, I mean, it's all in how, how you And you, you probably also take the position of what your parents obviously yes and what your influence is in your household and what you hear exactly exactly so it's all in what's going on behind your door yeah in the household and you know and how you're raised yeah with anything that's true that's true according to what you think I'm tired that's what I think (laughs) like clearly I'm tired and clearly I gave you the Trump story this time because I'm exhausted but I I mean on the one hand if I'm being optimistic about American democracy I would say like Yay, we're doing what we're supposed to do. If something looks like it's not right, they're supposed to investigate it. Congress is supposed to check the executive branch and like be on top of all that. But at the same time, we are in such a weird place. We're literally heading into the election cycle with this happening. And all I thought was, I know we don't want it to be about politics and, you know, justice and what's right for democracy may not align with politics at any moment in time. But there is so much to be lost by elevating him in any way. And clearly, I'm not a Trump supporter, so that's going to be the lane that I'm in. But I, my concern is that the impeachment is not going to happen. But the inquiry is going to take so much attention, it's only going to elevate his platform that much yeah. more. And we're headed, literally, we will start voting that's in primaries early next year. That's why the timing, of it, all, the timing of it all is, is Fishy suspect to me. me. I didn't want to say that of to course. just shut it down early. Yes. I was going to try to just give you guys a little commentary, but, right. yeah. you know, at the end of the day, look at the, I mean, let's look at the timing of it right. all. The yeah. timing is shady. This whistleblower <laughs> is shady. The, the whole, I don't know if you guys 
guys watched uh, the the head of intelligence or whatever the guy that was testifying before Congress today. Right. It was the most uncomfortable it thing I've ever watched right. in my right. life. You're watching a grown ass man, excuse my language, but a grown ass man who has worked for this country for forty some years literally lie. You're watching yeah. like a five year old that's like uncomfortable and they know they're lying, but they don't want to get in trouble and they're in front of you. Like that's what it felt like watching that entire hearing. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is what's going to be on our televisions yeah. for the next three to six months and that's all and troll man's gonna be tweeting about how everybody's coming for him and all his people are gonna rally behind him and it's just gonna be it's sort of devastating actually like I'm not in my non-optimistic mind I'm real nervous yeah like real nervous well you just made me even more nervous I mean I try to be positive that's why I need to leave I'm going on vacation in two weeks y'all I'll be better when I get back I want to be excited and then I want to think like we're doing what we do as Americans and that's what we're supposed to do and it's all gonna it's all gonna be okay work itself out I don't know about okay but it'll all work itself out but I don't know these people are sideways crazy that are like the way they support because if we take it on face value what this whistleblower is saying and what Trump said himself. He said, I talked to the president of he, Ukraine he and wanted to know about Joe Biden. He did. Like, he said that. He so, point blank, period, you asked he, he, somebody about your political opponent. That's yeah. a foreign nation. Yeah. So, that's some sideways shit. Yeah. Like, I don't know why we're confused or why it's hard. I think we need or, a DJ Willie Wow song. I know. Can you write a song about this, it? Like, to break it down a bit. You know, break help this down and help us get over this. You want to do a song? Yeah, I think you need a song, man. You need to inspire us. We need, yeah. I need inspiration right now with our political culture. How we gonna get through? Like that is a poem. How I got over. I'm gonna let you sit on that. I'm gonna let you sit on that as we get to this. That's gonna be your freestyle. Yeah, that's gonna be your freestyle. Exactly. All right. All right. All right. We're gonna talk about our last topic before we talk to you, DJ Willie. So Beyonce is in the news. Yes. So Beyonce, this one you don't want to mess with the Carters. So there is a story out right now. There is a woman by the name of Vanessa Morales. She has a store called Blue Ivy, and Beyonce has been trying to trademark Blue Ivy Carter's name, and Miss Morales is trying to shut it down. So there's been a lot of back and forth with the legal team and, you know, she has claims on why she should have the trademark and the and Miss Morales has her idea why she shouldn't have the trademark. So this is actually what Miss Morales had to say. Uh, Morales challenged the trademark by saying Beyonce's claims are frivolous and should be uh, refuted because Beyonce has said that people will be confused between a boutique wedding event planning business versus her daughter, Blue Ivy Carter, and all of her empire. And uh, Miss Morales does not agree with Beyonce, so she is like trying to you know, intervene and make sure that this whole Blue Ivy trademark does not happen. Who do you think has more, let's say... I don't want to put it. Who, who, who would you, who would you side with? Who's the cultural icon? <laughs> yeah, but are you side with her? No, no, I'm not saying who is ah, going to win. Uh, <laughs> I said. Well, no, I'm not uh, saying who's going to win either. But like when you read the whole complaint, like uh, what's her name, Morales? Vanessa Morales. Girl, come on. What you need to be like is yes, girl, go ahead and trademark. But then she can't use the Blue Ivy name, so she's gonna be upset. But really, that's only gonna help people be like, oh, Blue Ivy, and you pop up, girl, let her have it. Go ahead. Yeah. Because no, nobody's gonna confuse Blue Ivy Carter with your wedding planning business. Right. Yeah. So, which the business started in 2009 and that was three years before Blue Ivy was actually born. So her argument is like this was all my stuff before your daughter I mean, came I into the world. She's sensitive. getting free advertising. I agree yes. with you on the free advertising. You know, <laughs> but she wasting a lot of money fighting. 
Yeah, but if she wins, what kind of money is she making? I'm sure she's not making. That's, where is that? Where is that wedding planning company? <laughs> yeah. New Jersey. It's in New Jersey. Look, oh, the Carters are a company. Their their family is an entity. They are. It's an a empire. family business. Yeah. Okay, so I am. I agree with Beyonce that she needs to trademark her daughter's name if she's going to do business under that under that name under that entity. So they should be able to trademark it. And I come from a family business, and we've seen. You know, throughout history, uh, ideas taken, people's names being used for money, and, Mm -hmm. you know, as history has shown, if you don't protect yourself, somebody will make money off of your name. Okay, but let me ask you this. So you, you know, you you were DJ Willie Wow. Yes. And three years after you, you have everything established, someone comes in with DJ Willie now. Do you care about them being that close to your name? I would, because, I mean, I've tried to do things, and people have given me cease and desist letters, and, you know, I was like, well, you know, I tried. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So, right. I mean, but it wasn't like I was trying to steal somebody's idea. It just right. happened yeah. to come up, and I'm like, wow, okay, I understand. I understand why there's similarities in the brand or whatever the name is. So, yeah, I would have a problem with yeah. it. Yeah, of course. Wow. So then, I was going to say, should the rule be that it's who came first or who's more important? See, personally, personally, I think it should be who came first. Mm. That's, I mean, that's fair. But it's different classes. It's different classes. So, yeah. you know, I mean, you, it depends. Like, she has a wedding. Um, is it a wedding? It's a, it's wedding, a wedding planning, planning company. Wedding planning company. company. So what does that have to do with a little girl? She wants to have a clothing line, right. a production company. Um, I mean, I agree it helps. I doubt that Blue Ivy is going to plan weddings. Well, you you never 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 know. know. But what I would (laughs) say is, listen, Carters, you can trademark I mean, intellectual property attorney is going to laugh at this. Right. Yeah. And it's Blue Ivy Carter. Carter. Not just Blue Blue Ivy, which is what the other woman is trying to. Look at Girl Back. I'm like, like you have all of it. Just give me a check. I'm payoff. I'll change my name to BI. BI Wedding Planning. Because they could have this for. Didn't Northwest, didn't Northwest get trademarked or one of Kanye's kids? I mean, I know they tried. Tried to. I don't know how. I don't know if. I feel like there was a story that they could. It was a story. It was Northwest. Like, I don't know, though. I don't don't quote I think one of the kids. I don't remember. I'm sure they. I'm sure. I'm in Hollywood. All that stuff. I'm sure, yeah. It's all in my head. They had to try for all of their kids, I'm sure. I don't know if they actually went through. Well, we'll let you know what happens. But Morales, you need to stop wasting your money, girl, and going. Good luck, Morales. Go ahead and settle, girl. Get that check. Advertise. It's not cheap. I know where I know where I know her brand now and I know what she does. So. Right. But settle and get that check. That's all I'm saying. Saddle. Right. Saddle girl. All right. <laughs> DJ Willie Wow. Really you doing well. some unbelievable things, man. We heard the song earlier, MLK that that way. Yes, sir. You were number one on Sirius XM Kids Place Live. Yes. Um you are interesting, what I found interesting about you is that you you focus more on children's music. So where did that kind of stem from? I mean, you didn't go you didn't go the route of, you know, pure hip-hop or pure yeah. R&B. I want to be a rapper. You, you got you, you found your lane. I did. I wanted to be a rapper. You want to be a rapper, but you didn't want to just rapping about hoes and money. I did. I wanted to what do that. You wanted to rap about hoes and money? No. Okay. I wanted to be a rapper. <laughs> so let me show you. Let me tell you a story. So, you know, as early as I can remember, I always had a love for music. My father bought me a Fisher-Price record player, and, Aww. you know, I was listening to those little Peter Pan records, and ding, change, turn the page on the book, and ding. <laughs> and, you know, and then, uh, you know, and then my father was down in the basement with the Commodore's records, the Earth, Wind, oh. Fire, the Stevie Wonder. Yes, yes. 
and he had the cool in the gang, and he and I like gravitated. I dan- I went down to the basement. I was dancing with Cool in the Gang record. So he went out and bought me a forty five of Celebration Cool in the Gang. It's in my was, head. And that was the, and, and I put that thing on the Fisher Price record player and the rest is history. Boom! Oh. DJ Willie I was born, Disco Mickey Mouse, and I was the king of the kitty disco. I got pictures of me with like, you know, looking like Willis from Different Strokes. Not Willis. From dancing oh. dancing oh. at the dancing at the kitty discos in East you Baltimore. You said Willis from Different Strokes. Yes. You had me at Willis. I, I couldn't do the backflip, but I was doing the bump. The oh. bump. But, okay. uh, but, uh, but, you know, uh, as I got older I, I used to rap at the fashion shows and you know I was a big fan of a tribe called Quest and Public Enemy and you know to the point where I was blasting Rebel Without a Pause and one doing my homework one day my mother took my tape and smashed it against the wall and I went and bought another one the next day oh. and then uh, you know I, I, I fulfilled my obligation of going to college my family wanted me to get a college degree so I'm a graduate of Morehouse College the house. Go, ahead. All right. go ahead house go ahead house and uh, so when I graduated I got a job and I still kept the pen and the pad in my, notebook, in my notebook in my backpack and went to work and I had a job working for Johnson & Johnson uh, as, as a pharmaceutical executive. Okay, and corporate. Okay, yeah, corporate. So I was like, corporate for a minute. Corporate, all right. I was corporate for a minute. So uh, we had a long, strenuous training, and I wrote a jingle about one of the products that we were going to sell, and I did it in front of the whole company. And everybody was like, this guy is amazing. And uh, so I became really good friends with one of the executives there who was, his territory was Orlando, Florida. So he was like, come on down to Orlando, stay at my house, you know, meet my family, blah, blah, blah. We're walking around Disney World. And he said, you need to be writing children's music. You can do stuff better than this. And I was like, listening. I said, you know something? Creativity, imagination, storytelling, having fun is what I was always about as a kid. It wasn't about, you know, trying to be hard. Like anybody that knows me, have seen me grow up, knew that I was always the most creative guy that could use his words in ways that could paint pictures and just put a smile on everyone's face so I wrote my first three songs first song was called First Time on a Plane and XM Radio picked it up my buddy was like hey man I know somebody over at XM let's just send it over there my kids love it and it took off and then I just started doing research on independent children's music and entertainment and I'm like wow this is like a whole world that is really untapped by people of color that's true and so uh, I took everything I had, and I walked away from a job, and I just took a leap of faith, and I just gathered all the stuff that I remember that was really cool when I was a kid, and I combined it with the new stuff that's out, and I created a whole DJ experience where I'm mixing the chipmunks with Scooby-Doo, and <laughs> and then I'll drop, you know, Old Town Road with... You know, Willy Wonka, Trap <laughs> Remix, and then I incorporate my own songs. Yeah. So I have been in the trenches of children's music for the last, going on 15 years, and I've been in every hood. I've done celebrity parties, and then I ended up doing the Let's Move program with Michelle Obama at the White House, wow, and I was the only big. one there that's that big. wasn't represented by Disney, Nickelodeon, and, you know, all the other entities out there yeah. so I'm still independent and uh, you know I've been putting out music ever since and I've been it's taken me to some amazing places I did the first Comic Con in wow. South Africa um, oh. last year so awesome. it's, That's big. it's That's taken huge. me to places I would never I would never would have imagined and all because you know I've kept it clean and I've used my creativity to the fullest and it's a it's a God given talent and yeah. I was raised by 
you know, really, I was raised by a great woman who was a poet, and my father's a painter, and they weren't able to, you know, go full steam with their dreams, sure. but I take that, and I'm taking it you all the way. To the next level. Now, because you came from more of the corporate side, have you had any desires to do commercial music, like for kids' toys or, you know... Of course. Yeah, know, we for, write jingles for like, folks. Like you do I, that for stuff. Yeah, I get uh, commissioned to do all kinds of things. I've done... Uh, speaking of climate change, I actually did a... Uh, I got commissioned to do a song for the Clean Air Campaign. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's so huge. I've done I've done stuff for Clean Air Campaign. I work with nonprofits all the time um, as far as writing songs that fit into whatever the... I mean, I wrote a song, Let's Move, for... Michelle Obama. Yeah. So um, I'm always writing songs geared towards whatever the mission is or whoever the organization is. So, yeah, we've worked with Target, Home Depot. I've done it all, man. I was the first DJ at Home Depot. The first oh, DJ, DJ at Home Depot. I was the first Depot. DJ at Home Depot in the parking lot. Well, teaching, teaching kids how to cut wood and put things together. I'm out there DJing with the orange apron on and everything. So <laughs> I've, uh, I've done a lot of things that nobody has ever done. I mean, I yeah. always say, you know, I go places where DJ's never been before. No. I like that. And, yeah. it, and you got your own lane. That's what I love, too. Yes, sir. Yeah. How did the the relationship with oh, Michelle Obama's uh, Let's Move campaign come about? Did you just write a song and this? It's they so found funny, it? right? So, <laughs> so when I was doing my research about children's parties, because I was like, I'm the you know I was the number one children's party guy in Atlanta. I'm based out of Atlanta, so uh, I was like, you know, when I when I go in, I go in. So I'm I'm very uh, thorough and meticulous when it comes to my research. So I'm like. Well, since I'm the king of the kids' party, I want to know, you know, what's the biggest kids' party? What's the oldest kids' party? So when I was doing my research, it was like the Easter egg roll at the White House. So it's been going on since 1868. So I'm like, okay. So I wrote a song about 1868 in the White House. And then I wrote a song, and I wrote another song about being the president. It was like, here he comes, coming off a plane, go to Air Force One. And I sent the package to the Bush administration, mm. and they rejected it. So they sent me a rejection letter. Go figure. So Surprise. when the Obamas, and it's, and it's funny because when the Obamas um, came into office, you know, they kind of eased their way into letting people into the White House, you know, because they were kind of like kind of, you know, cautious with a lot of things that yeah. they do because it was all eyes on, For sure. you know, the first yeah. black president. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. they were very cautious about who they were letting come and go and who they affiliated themselves with. So I sent the same package to um, the Obama administration when the Let's Move campaign um, was going to get kicked off. And I sent it in to the White House director. And then by coincidence, it was a friend of mine who knew Sasha and Malia's, uh, somebody who worked with Sasha and Malia as far as assisting Michelle Obama with their upbringing. So I sent the package into the White House director. They were like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. And sent it this way, and it was like, this is amazing. And by the time they both got together, they was like, get him here, get him here, get him here. So so the day of the first uh, Let's Move campaign kickoff, I was the first guy on stage. I opened up for Justin Bieber. Wow. Um, The cast of Glee was there. Uh, Yo Gabba Gabba, Nickelodeon was there. Yo Gabba Gabba. But it was an amazing day. I met so many people. Uh, and I did it four years straight. Mm-hmm. And you know what that means. Checks, yo! Checks! <laughs> checks! So, yeah, so I, I did it four years straight, and uh, it was an amazing experience, and I've taken that experience, and I've been bringing it to our community ever since. And then, so you mentioned Public Enemy actually uh, as as motivation. The rhythm, the rebel! The rhythm, the rebel! And I know that uh, Chuck, Chuck D is on your album. Yes, yeah, so How? Chuck. 
Go ahead. Tell me how that was. So, Chuck, I'm good friends with Daddy-O from Stetsasonic. I happened to be be in Trader Joe's. I was jogging past Trader Joe's, and Daddy-O was coming out of Trader Joe's, and he had just moved to Atlanta. And see, what happens is a lot of these old-school rappers, they move to Atlanta, but the Atlanta cats don't know who they are. Right. So, I'm jogging. I'm like... Daddy O from Stetsasonic? He's like, yeah. And I was like, man, what are you doing in Atlanta? So he was like, man, I just moved here. I don't know nobody. So I kind of like gave him the tour and showed him around Atlanta, you know. So uh, Chuck was coming to town for the uh, Art of Beats tour with Ice-T. And um, Daddy was like, man, I want you to come with me. And uh, we went and we shadowed Chuck all day. So I was able to get to know Chuck, and I get the mid flavor, and you know I was backstage with those guys. So I told him, I said, man, I write children's music, I write hip hop, whatever. So he always remembered me. And when I came up with the MLK song, I was already uh, commissioned by the King family to bring a more family friendly experience to the King Center in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So you know, one of the things I do is once I start to see, you know, what's going on. In a certain space, I like this. This area needs a song, yeah. you know. So I'm at the King Center. I'm like, kids need hip hop. That's gonna be you inspirational, know, inspirational, right. educational, educational. And there's no, no black, history, there's yeah. no black history music, right, right. So I said, what better way to do this with Chuck D? So I called Daddy. I was like, man, can you, you think Chuck could do this thing for me? He's like, man, yeah, Chuck is my man. You know, they on self destruction together. Right. And Daddy was actually on a tour bus with Chuck when they wrote "It Takes a Nation of Millions," so he was there for every wow for wow. every song that he wrote on the tour bus. But long story short, Chuck got on the record, you know, because he saw he met me through Daddy O, and Daddy was actually got a new album out. Let me plug his album out right now. From your hood, from my hood to you, and uh, he's on Chuck's label. But um, Chuck, um, I love that he's still making. He was very music, gracious. Sure. He was very gracious in doing the intro for me, and he knows that there's something that's needed to keep the legacy of um, Black culture alive yeah. through music, and our kids can have something else to absorb that isn't, you know, Filth. inappropriate. <laughs> Filth. <laughs> so, so yeah, so that's how we came about. As you it, don't and, want to turn on my radio, and on my the King, God. the King family approved it, right. and the rest is history. Yeah. And it's on my album, and that's what got me right now in the talks of possibly getting nominated for Best Children's Album. Yeah. That's huge. So great. Is there any uh, like newer artists that you'd like to work with or collaborate, collaborate with? Oh, man, it's a whole list. Or like who would be who, somebody? Who's your who, wish list? Yeah, top who's your five. wish list? Like top five or top three? Three. Current? Yeah. I definitely would love to work with Pharrell. And why? I want to know why, too. Because Pharrell, and I feel like we're kindred spirits, you know, like the whole happy song and the whole, his whole progression. And we're from the same area. We're DMV. I'm originally from Maryland. So I know that we had something amazing would happen if Pharrell and I ever got in the studio. I feel that, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would love to do something with Andre 3000. Um, I ran into him at Whole Foods, and it was right when the Class of 3000 thing kind of died down, and he was like, man, I really want to get back into doing the kids' stuff. Yeah. And so when he told me that, I felt that. I was like, I got you. (laughs) 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 If I could get there, you know what I mean? Uh, So, yeah, Andre 3000, Pharrell. um, I'd do something with Lizzo. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I, she's hey, doing I'm her here thing. for that. I'm here for it. Hey. Yes. If me and Lizzo can get, hey Lizzo, hey, Lizzo, if you're watching this, Hello, right, girl. you could be Mother Nature on the on the joint. We do a Mother Nature joint. Yeah. That's DJ really wild, Lizzo. 
All right, Mother you Nature. Come back and premiere that single when you take uh, that clip and tweet it. it. Bring it out. DM Bring it to the chat. Like, hey, girl. <laughs> hey, that's how it happens. Hey. You know what I mean? Stevie Wonder. Oh yeah, the Grammy. Of course. Yeah. I want to do one of Stevie Wonder. Yeah. I want. I would love to do a song with Stevie Wonder. I feel like all Put these. Y'all want to hear my really Stevie happened. Wonder? Y'all want to hear my Stevie I Wonder hear song? It. Go yeah. ahead. Here's a song that I wrote about a special little boy. A piano and a drum set were his toys. When he played the harmonica, the whole hood clapped. Look it up on your computer's phones. It'll tell you the facts. Music on his mind. School is blind. Please be kind, he could not see, but it didn't stop him from radio TV. Jigga Jazz, soul made it look easy. The hardest working kid when he played those keys. Heads up, spreading love in a world in need. His last name, Wonder. First name? Stevie. Stevie! He's all grown up, but the kids don't believe me. Yo, we can I feel it all over. I see, the, I see it already. It Just so put much. me in the video. It's the movie. The video. <laughs> That's how the movie starts. That's how the movie starts. That's how the movie starts. Oh, okay. I feel Little that, Stevie. Little Stevie is on. And the crowd goes wild. The king of kids, DJ Willie Wow. Where's that? You know what? I'm the exclusive. Oh, not the, the you got the <laughs> red record. The red record. Hashtag oh, a kid's first crazy. record. I feel that. It's Ooh, candy. I just want it because it's pretty good. But this I'm is like, your I, copy. I'm going to give you both of you a copy okay. today. He don't have a record player. I got one. What do you know what I got? <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I like this cover artwork, too, because it's giving me, you know, like some 90s, but like fresh, you know what I'm saying? Like kid, like it's, it's, it's a lot it's of, just happy, it's man. just happy. It's you joy. Know? It's, it's pure it. joy. What's next for you? Well, you know, the album is doing very well right now, and we would love to get secure a nomination, of course, for Best Children's Album. Do you know African American has not won that award? I believe that. I so, yeah, no, it's like, yeah. You know, it's a multi-billion dollar industry. You know, you know. We, we own less than zero. Point zero two percent of it. So, you know. Trailblazer. Uh, yes. So, I've been carrying the torch uh, as far as children's music. But, you know, what's next for me? Uh, I would love to get into TV technology. Um, we've got the content. We just got to make it a household name and yeah. get it out there through multimedia technology, television, radio, maybe something like this. Maybe y'all could have a kid's day. Maybe you can just we come on here and do a day. show on BHO. For sure. Yes, definitely. Show. Yeah, I would love to come back and show you guys what I do. You know, yeah. I mean, look, I, I don't even want to let the album go. You see, I'm just holding it. <laughs> it's yours. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's yours. It's yours. You don't want to mess anything up. I know it's got the plastic on it. I'm going to keep the plastic on it. You know what I'm saying? I was going to say, you got to sign it. Yeah, you got to sign it. I'll sign it for you. Yeah, definitely. Where can fans find you on social media? Know more about what your projects are working on. All right. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We get the party started for any babysitter. IG, the official DJ Willie Wow, DJWillieWow.com. And you can find me at I am DJ Willie Wow on Twitter. And you'll respond to fans because you know. I respond to every fan that hits me up. All right, y'all. Y'all heard it. I do. Talk to you, Courtney. I'm all over the social media universe at Stuart Starlet. You can find me at Dario Krishna on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and on CBS on Saturdays on This Is LA Lifestyle Show. All right, y'all. Well, it's been a pleasure, man. Thank you for having me. Yes. Y'all go buy the record. Go buy the record. Listen, I got my copy, and I ain't ain't sharing with Courtney. She's going to try and take it. I'll rob you. I'm playing. We don't do that. We're teaching the kids. We're teaching the kids. All right, y'all. See y'all next week. (laughs) Thank you, BHL. 
we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined.